This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Caped out, bro. We're rolling. We're caping. <laughs> and this is all being saved. Okay, now man. stop now. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware hey. in garden stores. Tony Soprano. I'm caping out tonight. Brings you Garage Logic <laughs> Podcast number 479, October 16th, 2020. 86 degrees was a high on this day in 1938. And it was uh, 23 degrees was the low in 1952. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse. On the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Two of the nation's deepest intellects threaten to leave the country if Trump wins re-election. Uh-oh. Barbara Streisand again? Tommy Lee says he'll go to Greece. Ah. <laughs> and Bruce Springsteen said he'll be on the next plane to Australia. Okay. Goodbye, fellas. Don't let the door hit you. Good luck. So Thunder well. Road all the way to Australia, mate. Yeah. I got 100 bucks to the uh, sharing and caring hands that neither of them would ever move. How about Second Stork? Okay, Second Stork. Okay, you take win. It. I'll you take win. It. I'll take it. Second Stork. Not that sharing and caring hands isn't wonderful. Well, thing. wasn't it Streisand that said it the first yeah, time? Yeah, she's threatened to leave every year, and she never does. Mm-hmm. Well, sort of uh, Alec Baldwin did, too. I oh, believe. that's right. Yeah, he's never he left. Was, so fine. What about her? He wants Trump to win so we can keep impersonating him. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way he's getting work. Right. <laughs> Joe, you are rightfully appalled at the Star and Sickle. Huh? That means the Star Tribune. Uh, oh, I get it. Would not endorse either Republican conservative black man Lacey Johnson or Republican conservative black man Kendall Qualls, but you sound disingenuous while acting shocked about it. The Star Tribune is just another tiny cog in the enormous Democrat media industrial machine that has been trying for the last four years to overthrow the legally elected president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Frankly, I've given up on your attitude. Uh, You are evidently surrounded by Trump haters in your St. Paul mansion, and their hatred has poisoned your thinking and logic. Yes, he can be vulgar, boorish, intemperate, and he is the opposite of a country club Republican like George Will or Mitt Romney. But Trump has been able to push back against the mystery despite overwhelming obstacles and has achieved more in foreign policy than any president since Teddy Roosevelt. His domestic agenda has mostly succeeded. Greatest growth in employment since Reagan. Best minority employment ever. Limitation of illegal immigrants and an energy policy that has made America the top energy producer in the world. 
Don't forget about his judicial appointments, 150 federal judges and three justices of the Supreme Court. Possibly his greatest accomplishment, although not fully realized yet, is the elimination of the critical race theory from federal government. I realize there is no changing your mind. Perhaps you should do some deep thinking about what a Harris presidency would do to our country. We all know that Biden will step down about 48 hours after he is sworn in, even if he makes it that far. Uh, Carl Bear and no, Billy Bob from Texas. He wants to be Billy Bob from Texas. <laughs> what what program was Billy Bob listening to? Uh, he writes frequently. He's the fellow that said I never read his emails. He's a he's a he's a good listener. He's a he's hail fellow well met. Uh, but he really has a. Uh, uh, well, he's done with you. Well, that's what they all say. What? I'm never listening again. He'll be but listening to today's. How did podcast. he go from Lacey Johnson and Kendall Qualls to Trump? I don't know. Well, Kenny, I know you're not on Facebook, but often on Facebook when we post the show, uh, yeah. people will talk about what a lefty Joe is. Yeah. Uh, really? They'll, say, yeah. they'll tell him to stop listening to me, stop listening to Johnny, it says all the time. Uh, a lot of people there uh, accused him of having drifted oh. far to the left. Who, oh. me? Yeah, yeah you. Yeah. Me? Mm-hmm. It's interesting you mentioned that. Uh, I watched last night a Netflix documentary called The Social Dilemma. Many listeners have urged me to watch it. I believe Reavers brought it up yesterday. I did. Uh, In fact, I want to quote one of the emails that was urging me to watch it. Uh, I guess I don't have it anymore, but... Yeah, it is. Joe is a longtime listener. A friend of mine alerted me to this documentary. You really should watch the program, Social Dilemma. It's something I've been telling my kids I used to have for years. Thank you, Mark Hunter in Little Falls, Minnesota. He wrote me that a little earlier this month. I watched it. It's, uh, and I wish I could claim that I, <clears throat> that I understand completely what's going on, uh, but I don't. But what I learned is... That uh, everyone on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, or whatever the hell it's called, Instagram, uh, they're all being manipulated. It didn't. It, it didn't set out that way. It didn't. It these these social media giants did not start out rubbing their hands in glee, believing that now we can manipulate people. What happened is, uh, as they perfected their technologies. They could perfect the product they would deliver to an advertiser. But the product is you. Mm-hmm. The product is you. And so they, they know more about you, than you, Reavers, than your wife. They know your emotions. They know where you are. They know what products you like. They know what. And so you are constantly uh, fed information that will play into the profile, if you will, that you've developed in their, in their banks of trillions of dollars worth of computers that are spinning 24 hours a day. And I begin to lose sight of my understanding of, of what they're doing. The, the documentary uh, is, uh, gives much a platform to some disgruntled tech giants who have a conscience and they're they're worried about the effects of what they've created essentially driving the news and again i i wish i could claim entirely uh, that i knew uh, how to understand 
uh, to understand it. But, for example, uh, one of the guys said, type climate change is into Google and then see what comes up. Uh, so I did that. And what comes up is nothing of hysteria. In other words, what comes up when I type that in is some is are stories that I possibly would find agreeable. Whereas a, a committed hysterical person about the climate might type in climate, what is climate change or climate change is, they click on it and they would get the world is ending in 10 minutes. Joe, Chris and I have been telling you this for months. But you're, you're generationally ahead of me on this. I, I, I'm, claiming, uh, I'm claiming antiquity. Uh, I'm, I'm claiming antiquity. Uh, I, but we, ex- we explain to you how this works and how you see only the stories that you want to see. Yeah, but it's being done with, with, without me knowing it. Right, and it has been going on for a long time. And I guess the reason we, we stumbled into that conversation yesterday was the Hunter Biden censored story on, on social media. And right. that's why it, it, it became so alarming to so many people. And in fact, I think, John, help me, uh, the Twitter CEO, Jack, what's his name? An- Jack, ass, his last name yeah, is ass. Announced this morning that it was a mistake to censor that story. I'm going to follow up with that in a moment, but I want to finish a thought about Facebook. Apparently what happens is that the young people uh, get on Facebook, and you guys plug in here and help me fill in the blanks I'm missing in the event I didn't understand it. But let's say a 14-year-old girl is on Facebook, and uh, is it possible that she'd be posting photographs of herself not lewd or anything, but just photographs of herself sure. with other fourteen-year-old girls. Sure. Yep. Okay. okay. And what happens is, what happens is that it's it's plausible that billions of people could see what she just did. Right. And then she she might get comments uh, criticizing her looks. Yes. Mm-hmm. And 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 body shaming. Yes. And and what the tech these were sharp tech guys. What they pointed out was. We weren't as humans designed to be judged by two billion people. Maybe right. ten, but not two billion. Their, their point being that these algorithms that get created bring more and more, more, and more people into the circle of the, of the 14-year-old who just posted a funny face picture of herself. And the example they used last night is uh, she got some feedback on that, and then one, somebody said... Uh, are your ears too big? And then, you know, she frets about that. Right, right. She frets about that, and, and then they go into these horrible statistics about uh, mental health statistics, about the increase in hospitalizations and oh, 14-year-old so girls suicide. hurting themselves and suicide. suicide. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and I, I just thought, I'm going to have to watch it a couple of times uh, because as quick as I am, yeah. As good as I am, cat-like, cat-like. <laughs> I'm not sure I grasp what I'm being warned about. I'm not sure I fully understand what I'm being warned about, but I know damn well I'm being warned about something. Or more accurately, I know damn well that if I was a parent of a 15-year-old, I'm being warned about something. And that something is the attachment that develops with this device has precluded emotional relationships with other people and other kids. Right. It's it's all based right there on what they're looking at. 
Correct. And uh, and then on top of that, that gets tailored to accommodate advertisers who have you know spend billions and billions and billions of dollars on these platforms. And in order to keep raking in the billions and billions and billions of dollars, the platforms keep refining and perfecting the product they can deliver to the advertiser, which is you. Right. Well, they're dynamic. They're always changing and improving. And uh, Matthew, who's a pretty big nerd, he's seen it three times. Uh, his take was the companies do more good than they do evil, and they're just unbelievably, they're incredibly uh, good at designing products around human nature. But you're the product. Correct. Correct. That's no secret. But to calm your, to ease a bit of your fear, though, Joe, if you use these social media outlets responsibly, there's a number of privacy settings that you can set. Whereas, let's say you have a 15 year old daughter, Rook, you have two daughters that are older than that. But yeah. if you have a da- young daughter, you can instruct her here's how you set it so that only the people that you know personally can comment or look at or whatever to your to your own personal photo, not some creepy guy in Arizona. Well, that, that sounds wonderful, but is that happening enough? Well, okay, Sophia's, tw- <laughs> Sophia's 20 years old. She wants to be an influencer. She's on Instagram. Uh, they, people have sent her sunglasses. They send her clothes to wear, and she takes the pictures. I don't look at them all the time, but they're not, they're not you know, uh, tawdry or anything like that, but she's trying to gain... Uh, or followers, so she can turn it into a monetary plus. So she's okay with if someone is critical, but not all kids can handle that. If not all kids can say, oh, uh, you got a zit on your nose? Oh, wow, okay. And you have to be able to be have uh, thick enough skin to go, I'm gone, because if you don't, they'll eat you alive, and that's where those unfortunate poor souls uh, end their life or just go well, around and as far as the uh, as far as the marketing aspect of it too Joe you know I actually find it somewhat useful where I'm introduced to a product like I I bought a number of things because it's appeared on my Facebook feed really that I never would have that I never would have really purchased. yeah I I, and I, I found oh. it actually kind time of out. useful time out we're, right. we're, we're drifting from the theme of this documentary just back and the theme of the documentary is that with the increasing perfection of these technological platforms, what's also happening is you're getting news that's tailored to who you are, which is not helpful, which is not helpful in a civil society when news should be a neutral objective. uh, They brought up the example of... uh, do you recall the Pizzagate when a guy was convinced that Hillary Clinton was running a pedophilia mm-hmm. ring at the, on the basement of a pizza parlor? Right. He shows up with a gun, and we, we hear the uh, the actual audio of that arrest, and the guy said, I'm here. They're running a pedophilia operation in the basement. The cop goes, they are? And, of course, there wasn't even a basement at this pizza place, much less a pedophilia ring. So what? So what happens is that guy somehow had been getting – delivered to his various social media platforms the kinds of things that he would react to, even though they weren't real. Again, I'm going to have to watch it two or three times to get a better... In fact, I should watch it with a, 
a 15-year-old granddaughter of mine in town who probably could help me understand it better than I can. I'm glad it finally, uh, you're finally grasping what Chris and I have been telling you for the past, you know, month or so. I haven't listened Uh, to you. He's not going to listen to you, Kenny. I mean, what's going on? I'm being facetious. What have you been telling me? Exactly what you just said, that Mm -hmm. you're getting the news you want to see, and that's causing further division within this country. That's what's dividing us. Social media is tearing all of us apart. It's it's making us hate each other is what it's doing. I've known that instinctively. My eyes continue to be opened by the tremendous technological energy behind this. Yeah. It's just frightening. Well, then think of the flip side, too, to what your beliefs are. And then the CP is, you know, she's active on social media, and she's flipping through stuff going, Joe, did you hear, did you hear about this? And she's taking that as gospel as well, and that just creates friction. But and me, I'm, I'm prepared to believe, uh, based on the interviews with these sharp young guys who were in on the ground floor of Facebook, and they were in on the ground floor of Instagram, and they were in on the ground floor of Uber and uh, Twitter, I, I, I am willing to accept that they didn't uh, choose this for a career in order to be evil manipulators. Basically, what they're saying between the lines is, we don't know what to do with this monster we've created. But how is that any different, Joe? And I know it's targeted because you have a, a specific profile that this that these algorithms are catering to. But how is that any different from what you've been harping on for years about complete uh, narratives from specific media outlets only giving you their side of the story? In, in other words, if you flip on CNN, you know exactly what kind of spin they're going to put on every story. Same with Fox. New York, whatever. Right. So how is that any different from what Facebook and Twitter is doing? I doubt, uh, despite the uh, left-leaning inclinations of most news-gathering institutions, I doubt any of them bought seriously, for example, the Pizzagate story. I don't think that was covered. That's true. That's true. I don't think they were... uh, No, but they would have covered the guy taking the gun to the pizza shop. What yes. about the story we had two, two, three weeks ago now with uh, the voter fraud with Ilhan Omar and the stealing of ballots, good one, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's another good example. Well, and we, we put the editorial breaks on that uh, merely by saying, uh, this is fascinating, but I don't have enough clarity or evidence to believe it. Right. Well, how many millennials are going to sit there and say, this is fascinating, but I don't have the. Uh, I I don't. I'm not going to exercise my editing capacity to uh, to disbelieve this. How many of these 20 year olds, 15 year olds, 18 year olds are going to are are going to do what I do, which is to say, and now wait a minute, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Because this yeah, is the sole source of their news, is what they're seeing on that screen. They don't have a background to to alert themselves to think, now, wait a minute, just because this is popping up on my screen doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Where is the clarity? Where is the evidence? Where is corroboration? Where is a second and third source? You think an 18-year-old kid that's got his phone glued to his face every day is going to do that? No. That's the monster that's been created. They okay, can get away we, with anything they want with these platforms. Again, not that they're trying to be evil, but to, but to 
continually deliver the more lucrative product, you, to an advertiser, they keep perfecting ways to manipulate you. Right. Holy mackerel. Chris brought up just a bit ago mainstream media doing the same thing. And I hate to bring it up again because Chris and I, uh, you know, fell hard for it, and you did not. It was the kid from the high school, whatever it was, at the protest. Covington High School, yep. And it was mainstream media that portrayed him as Mm -hmm. an evil doer. Well, as it turns out, uh, they were wrong, we were wrong, everybody was wrong. And they all paid for it, by the way. That was all mainstream media. (laughs) Yeah, but I wasn't the only. You were the only one uh, smart enough. To okay, see why, it all. why, why wasn't I? Why wasn't I wrong? What did I do? Because I just chalked it up to you have an incredible amount of experience doing this and writing, and as a journalist and a reporter, and digging deeper and getting multiple sources, credible sources, willing to go on record. I just chalked it up to your vast. God, I hate sucking up to you. Lawrence, I do, too. I wish you'd stop. I'm getting sick. I, I wish you'd stop. I, I, Let me finish your thought. Okay. It, it was that and more to the point that we've long identified the template of the modern news-gathering institution. We know what their agenda is. Rich white kids are vile. That's their agenda. Right. And easy pickings. And go right after them. And more so are you, saying they, are you saying they knowingly did that on purpose? Because they assumed, they assumed that uh, that this kid was in the face of the the Native American, and uh, being from a private school, maybe they didn't know that yet, but they just assumed that, and they ran with it because it fit their profile and knew everybody was going to be upset by it. Let me, let me give you another, checking. Let me give you another example. I, I am prepared to say the agenda is so written in stone has How become stone is it? has become so so much a part of the template. That yes, they did that on purpose. There was no, there was. I'll give you another example. You'll recall that uh, was it Seattle or Portland who hired a guy for 150 grand to be a street Seattle, Seattle. Seattle. in Seattle, a street liaison. And when you read uh, thoroughly about this fellow from a variety of reliable sources, you learned that he had an intense criminal background as a pimp, and he had many uh, criminal complaints. Excuse me, perfect health. Perfect. <coughs> Excuse me again, perfect health. And he had served time in jail and on and on and on. The Seattle Post uh, intelligencer, uh, in, in covering the story, never mentioned his criminal background because that violated, that would have violated their agenda. Their agenda being that this uh, a black man deserves a break and here the city's bailing him out and he's going to do good things. That would be the agenda. Well, and to back up your point about did you know these outlets know what they were doing in, in regards to the Covington High School case, both CNN and The Post, help me out here, both of those settled out of court quickly. Mm-hmm. with this kid yeah. so they absolutely yes. yep. knew that what they were doing was wrong okay we can bring it closer to home we don't have to go to seattle uh, i mean it's the biggest case in the whole wide world right now uh, they're doing the same thing about mr floyd in he what has a history he has a history that mainstream media is completely ignoring i i, I don't know that it's uh, what's the word? It, 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 does it matter to the case at hand? Probably not. No. That's the problem with that. Uh, w- w- 
when you go down that road, it, it's happening to it happened to the kid in uh, in Waukesha too, Blake. Right. Uh, yep. uh, a, a horrible uh, criminal background of domestic assault and abuse, however allegedly, and that's not going to get brought up. And in the case of Floyd, the problem you run into is that you'd have a faction of society who would accuse you of believing he deserved to die because of his background. Yeah. And that's, that's not the case. No, he did not deserve thinking. to die. Yes. Right. He did right. not deserve to die because of his background. But that's right. what you'd be accused of if you focused on his criminal past. That's what you'd be yeah. accused of. But won't yeah. all okay. of that factor right. into these court proceedings with well, these that's four where officers? It, well, that's where it should factor in. It should not factor in with us. They're debating that right now, Chris. Uh, there's footage of uh, Mr. Floyd being arrested a year ago. Oh. And, uh, it yes. looks almost identical to the arrest last May. Oh, you're kidding uh, me. He was I, doing I the same that. thing. Right. Uh, Kenny, yeah. can I ask you, uh, because you said the media is ignoring it, that was everybody's lead last night. So how are they ignoring it? That video was. Oh, oh, oh I don't mean that, John. I mean oh, his, okay. his other criminal history I stuff get, and I, the... I, Drug yeah, use, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, is the word germane? It, it, yes, that's probably, the word you're looking for. Yeah, it's not germane to the case at hand. But wait a minute, uh, and I agree, it it shouldn't have an impact in whether or not you know he did not deserve to die because of his. I, I, we all are in agreement on that. But the glorification of him as a person—that's right. Right. That that yes. has to factor yes. into this, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Making it a, a George Floyd public library. I think they need to slow down and and not. What what might very well become germane to the case, and only in a courtroom, would be his drug use, which possibly a defense lawyer is going to prove is exactly what cost him his life. Because that factored into his demise. Right. 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 But we can't. We can't do that. We ain't no judge. Mm-mm. No. Hmm. Uh, question for you. What's I guess, Joe, you probably, <laughs> you're not probably aware of this, but on Twitter, they, there's ads that come up, and you can click on that ad, and you can click whether this ad fits for you or whatever. Every single ad that comes up on Twitter, and I mean every single one, and even if it said, Dear Kenny, here's a Yamaha snowmobile that we built for you, I always click I do not like this ad. I just guys block do. Them. I've just blocked the ad yeah. altogether. Yeah, and I'm hoping my intentions there are is I'm hoping it's screwing up their algorithms. Okay, here's my question. Talk to me. I just activated Twitter, and uh, the first thing I see is Reavers has retweeted uh, something from a guy named Todd Golly. Oh, the owl picture. Yeah, isn't that cool? Okay, and then the next thing I see it's an ad for Cadillac. Now. Yeah. My That's point what I was is, talking about. okay, let me ask you something. Now, if John Haidt uh, clicks on his Twitter right now, is he going to see that Cadillac ad, or is that because I'm who I am? It's because you are who you are. Yep, you, it's, you've looked it's at you. Cadillac, right, online at some point, I'm guessing. No, or cars. no I'm not he, interested no, in Cadillac. Cars. No, cars? but jo- Joe looks at cars every single day. Yep. Yeah. So, and I so bet you follow Drive t- t- Tribe and Jeremy. And, yes. Uh, yeah. So that's how that comes there you go. Yeah, and I get guitars to answer your question, Joe. A lot well, of see what I'm talking guitars. about? Mm-hmm. I get a lot of food things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just spirits. looking for another ad here. Uh, 
Like right now, IMDb, okay, movies. There's a one for baseball gloves. There's another one for whiskey. See, okay, but aren't we on the side of the world that benefits from this sort of stuff? Being we do what we do. You mean this is technological capitalism? No, we benefit from this sort of stuff personally. I mean, we should we be talking about ourselves and our advertisers and how we go after certain advertisers? And if you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, you know that Kenny does a certain kind of ad, Joe does a certain, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I know what you're saying. Well, because Is that worth talking about? We just Reavers don't does sp- all the alcohol. You ever notice that? Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, Oops. there's another one. There's another professional. No, that's all right, board. Chris. Yeah. It's all right, yeah. you know. Another Cadillac ad. So, so far I've got two Cadillac ads. Here's a Target ad. I guess to answer your earlier question, you know why? Joe, I don't I don't go to Target. No, but well, but you probably pay the Target bill. Right. Yeah. Somebody um, else in your house. But <laughs> I guess it it doesn't bother me because I can still choose whether or not I want to read the article, whether or not I want to buy the product, ultimately that decision still lies on me. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know where you really notice it when you go to search Twitter uh, or you go to trending stuff? That's where the stories really come up. Yeah. I, I, uh, especially after last night. Here we go. I don't like, well, A, I'm not on Facebook, and I'm not on Instagram, and I'm not on it. No. And and, uh, you guys convinced me, and I accepted it, that Twitter was a useful tool in the promotion of a podcast. Yes. And I'll, I'll, I'll go along with that. But I have to figure out a way to limit my involvement with Twitter to just that. But I think you have. The only people you follow are us. pretty good at it. Yeah, and I notice you don't respond to criticism much. Uh, Twitter, Twitter style criticism. Never. You actually admitted once, Joe, that you you rarely read the comments. I never do. Which anything. is which is yeah. wise. So, yeah, never. That's does. the health. That that's so healthy. So it really is. Yeah. That's very healthy. Not as healthy as me pedaling my butt off on a Bentelli e-bike. Hey, here mm-hmm. we go. Injected ad. Boom. You're in sale right now on all scooters and electric bikes, and this is no manipulation, GLers. Nope. This is me. This is you and EcoFun. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Lowest prices and best selection right now, so get in quick so you have more options. There's a new step through 24-inch and 26-inch Bintelli e-bikes ready to go. That's easy on and off for anyone. And uh, forget the hills, just push that thumb throttle. Fat tire Bintelli e-bikes are great for hunters and off-road riders all year long. They can add studded tires if you want to ride around on the ice all winter long. You want to ride across Lake Minnetonka? Do it. They'll put studs on your fat tires. Yeah. Awesome. All remaining wild side, old school looking electric bikes on year end sale for a fourteen ninety nine. All Yamaha electric bikes on year end sale. These are the lowest prices of the year. The new twenty twenty one Yamaha snowmobiles and ATVs are in stock, ready to take home to ride. And again, uh, Tim uh, wants to give a huge thanks to the GLers. Uh, who uh, uh, Tim donated a hundred dollars of every sale in the month of September to Eric Mishy's Spare Key Foundation, Hope on the River. It's EcoFun Motorsports. It's on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. 
University of Garage Logic 98, College of Self Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Chill Boys 2020. That's when the mayor made his switch, and you should too. The most comfortable underwear you will ever own. The entire staff in GL has made the switch, and a lot of you jailers have done the same thing. We appreciate that very much. Uh, go online, chillboys.com. If you go there, you can see their entire selection of the uh, bamboo boxers, the boxer briefs. Actually, a really cool selection of t-shirts and sunglasses as well. And here's something to keep in mind. You know, gift-giving season is coming up here pretty quick. Uh, Keep that in mind, too, because they will ship fast and free throughout the entire country on all orders that are over 40 bucks. So maybe you got a kid going away to school or whatever. Halloween. I mean, they don't sell orange ones, but they have black ones. <laughs> there you go. Happy Halloween. Happy Here's Halloween. your Chill Boys. Here's some underwear from Chill Boys. Right uh, but they are very thankful for all of your support, GLers, and we do too. Chillboys.com. Place your order and let them know that you heard about it right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Uh, this is a story from uh, 5 Eyewitness News via the Associated Press. When Facebook and Twitter moved quickly this week to limit the spread of an unverified political story published by the conservative-leaning New York Post, it led to predictable cries of censorship from the right. But it also illustrated the slippery slope uh, even the largest tech companies have on the flow of information, particularly in the midst of a raucous presidential election campaign. While Facebook and Twitter have often been slow to combat apparent misinformation and other violations of their rules, their response in this case shows how quickly they can move when they want to. Misinformation frequently outpaces the truth on social networks, academic studies have found. But if social media titans aren't careful, their attempts to clamp down on a story can amplify it further. And even when they exercise caution, they risk generating their own headlines with every move. For the first time in recent memory, the two social media platforms enforced rules against misinformation on a story from a mainstream media publication. The story in question, which has not been confirmed by other publications, cited unverified emails from Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden's son that were reportedly discovered by President Donald Trump's allies. Let me stop right there. Did Facebook and Twitter clamp down on the Pizzagate story? Uh, I can look it up. I don't. I don't know. Are they clamping down on this because they're protecting a progressive candidate? Yes. I think it's come a long way from the PizzaGate guy to now, though. There, there's been a major. There's been some changes and major jumps. Trump's campaign seized on the report, although it raised more questions than answers, including whether emails at the center of the story were hacked or fabricated. Neither company responded when asked if they have previously taken similar action against a mainstream news article, although Facebook said demoting material while it awaits a fact check is common practice. Facebook used the possibility of false information as the reason to limit the article's reach, which means its algorithm shows it to fewer people, much the way you might not see as many posts from friends you don't interact with often. Twitter, meanwhile, blocked users from tweeting out the link to the story and from sending it in private messages. Though they acted quickly, both companies stumbled on communicating their decision to the public. In part because of this, and in part by the mere act of trying to limit the story, the tech platform soon became the story, especially in conservative circles where purported bias from big tech is already a prime talking point. The fact that a major big city newspaper was getting the treatment usually reserved for more fringe outlets added extra fuel to the fire. 
Okay. So is the Fresno Bee a reliable news outlet? Yes. yes. Uh, this is Dateline, November 27th, 2016. To understand just how deep the rabbit hole of fake news goes, consider the story of Comet Ping Pong, a pizzeria in Washington, D.C. that's rumored to be the headquarters of a child molestation ring with connections to Hillary Clinton and her campaign chief, John Podesta. It's a wild conspiracy theory that evolved from the WikiLeaks hack of Podesta's emails, the phrase cheese pizza fueled suspicion, and innocuous photos from the Instagram account of the pizzeria's owner. Rumors spread and led to fake stories circulating on Facebook and Twitter, yet even after the New York Times and others published the truth last week, a subreddit was trending with the title, Cover Up, Katie Raleigh at Fortune Magazine has just published a story on Comet Pizza. Well, what you're telling me is that a conventional newspaper has pointed out the folly of this while it continued to flourish on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. By the way, do you guys want to head over to Comet and grab Which, a what, yeah, Stop, stop. Which gets me back to this question I asked 30 seconds ago. Why, are they, why were they so quick to act on Hunter Biden, but not quick to act on Comet Pizza? Well, it, it's, obvious. it's obvious, Joe, and I said it yesterday, and I'll, I'll dumb it down. I will, if I type up something extremely vile about President Trump, and then I type the exact same thing about Biden, only I change Trump to Biden, the Trump tweet stays, the Biden tweet gets jerked. Question. Promise the, you that. The Pizzagate one was against Hillary Clinton. Right. Yes. Why would that? Why would your rule that you just applied there not apply to that? That's a good point. During the 2016 election. It's a good point. So your rule. Well, wait a minute, though, Johnny, because yeah. this this was in November. This story appeared November twenty seventh of twenty sixteen, which would have been after the election. After, correct? after the, it, it's also, but it, when you read it, the way you read it was. But John, do you disagree the, with? You. with you. Do you disagree with what I just said? That I can say things about Trump that I can't say about Biden. Uh, do I disagree with that? Yeah, I don't yeah. think you. You don't think that's right? I don't know. I don't. All right. I don't. From what I've been seeing, a lot of conservative people on uh, Twitter are uh, being muted and their accounts being suspended. Yeah. And, and so are liberalists. Yesterday, in fact, do you know who Don Winslow is? The yes. Yeah. yes. Desperately yeah. trying to not get Trump reelected. Had 500,000 of his things go away. So, you know. Are they still gone today? Uh, because Twitter crashed yesterday. Twitter did crash yesterday. Well, he noted that and said, ironic, isn't it, that after Twitter crashed, 500,000 of my uh, videos are gone. Huh. So so I don't know that... Could you also chalk this up to Russian disinformation? Let's not go hacking. That's too complicated as it is. Just tweet out pictures of a nice uh, fillet with some risotto. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you should do? Uh, A nice bourbon. Here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. Traffic dummy. That's what I do. Here's the bottom line. If if there's a story about Hunter Biden, uh, we still don't know what it is, and we don't know where to go to believe it if there is one. That's the story. Because I'm learning to never trust social media about anything, particularly after watching this documentary. Who did you tell me to go to yesterday? Daily Mail? About, I can't remember the story you um, wanted, but it was, oh, about it was the Biden, Biden story. Yeah. Biden. Yeah. 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 At the time yeah. I told and you to do that, it was their play story. Yeah, and that's where I got all my information yesterday that I was laying out from Daily Mail. Well, as 
as often inelegant as the Daily Mail is, uh, I take the Daily Mail over somebody I don't know on Twitter. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know what? I've spoken enough. I want to hear from our guitar playing newsman. You know what? I, strangely enough, I have a song about Twitter and Facebook. This Wonderful. was not planned. Wonderful. And Turned if you guys out. are interested, uh, the Comet Pizza right now has the uh, broccoli cheddar <laughs> melt on special. Ew. <laughs> you want to just go to John or do you want to take a time out? Actually, first, I want the Rook to tell us about our friends over at Live Wire. Then you can take a time out. You can we certainly go. do that. And I just want to tell you guys that. If you are a commercial uh, building owner, uh, business owner, whatever the case may be. Rookie, rookie, never mind commercial people. I need you and Livewire to help me. (laughs) Here's what you got. My electricity bill. (laughs) If if my electricity bill in the country, these guys are charging two to three hundred dollars a month for electricity. Listen. And I've got the beautiful south facing slope. I want to cover that thing. Yes. With these uh, uh, solar, solar panel yeah, deals. You, then you wanna... And I want, I want those bastards that sell me electricity, I want them to write me a check. They are month. going to. They are going Can to. If you go who's online, doing the spot here? Is Kenny's Rook helping me out. No, that's not a problem for me. He'll probably bill me for half. LiveWireSolarMN.com. And if you own property, and I don't care whether you're in the city or whether you're in the country like Kenny, you can just find these guys. They will have a great plan for you. They'll talk to you about how much money you can save. So it's not just roll the dice. They'll say, here's what county you're in. Here's what state you're in. These are what options you have available. And they'll do it at no charge. They'll set you up, and then they'll say, Kenny, you're saving X amount, and you'll never have to pay an energy bill again. I'm going to steal this account from you because I desperately need these guys. No, please, guys. Come on. Troy and Tim are my guys. They're GLers, but they're my guys. It's LiveWireSolarMN.com. And if you're even thinking about that money that you're sending out on your electric bill, if you put it on paper and every month, 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 that's what's going out, Imagine you're going to have money coming in. You're going to have zero yes. costs. Yes. They will sp- they'll tell you everything you need to know yes. about solar, and oh. they'll also upgrade you from fuses to a circuit box if you need to. They are, uh, of course, wonderful electricians. Commercial, uh, residential, it doesn't matter. They can fix up your house, or they can put solar right on Souchere's roof. <laughs> So that bill will go way down. 59.50. You're going backwards. That's an extra 10 seconds. Thanks, Joe. LiveWireSolarMN.com. That's LiveWireSolarMN.com. Save on your electric bill today. Hey, Fast Signs Roseville, you need a sign? Rook, they're going to get you a sign. I'll get you a sign. Need a sign? Joe and Marsha have owned and operated the Fast Signs in Roseville for 20 years, and they have an experienced staff who is skilled at providing quality signs to meet your business needs. They can take care, what, of your sign needs. They're going to tear up your sign. They're going to make a sign. From concept to completion, they are longtime GL listeners and would love Fast Signs Roseville to be the go-to sign provider for all of you fellow GLers, from basic yard signs to branded visual communication projects they are here to serve check out their website fastsigns.com slash 204 that will get you directly to the roseville fast signs website or give them a call at 651-631-1631 go to the sign shop and ask for the sign cop here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life joe sushere 
Dearly Here's our beloved. man. Nope, nope, nope. Here's what? Kenny Olsen for Aim High Construction. Oh, yeah. Dearly beloved GLers, we are gathered here together today in order to panic. It is time to panic. The snow flew this morning. If you're thinking about a project. <laughs> Sorry. That was perfect. I was, I was panicking. If you're thinking about a project with AMI Construction, MN.com, right now, right now, turn this dumb program off and call them right now. Uh, UGLers have already lined up and uh, all queued up for all winter and next spring with uh, AIM High. Um, but it, it might not be too late to get a, a window in or a roof or whatever. So get on the phone today. Get a hold of Chris Miller. He's the owner. And AIM High, they do everything from roofs to decks, basements, kitchens to baths. Chris and his crew, no job too big or too small. Everything they did at my uh, place was done using the finest quality materials. And everything came in on budget and on time. You GLers have been keeping them really busy. They, you've grunt offered them. That's awesome. You got to sign up with the very best. Get put on the list. Get ready to be a happy home homeowner. His name is Chris Miller. His company is Aim High Construction, and that website that leads to happiness, Aim High Construction MN dot com. Amen. Here's Johnny Height, the guitar playing newsman. Thank you, Joe. I uh, had written a song not knowing you were going down this social media hole, mm -hmm. uh, but I wrote this mm -hmm. uh, last night because I used to be a, a fan of especially Facebook uh, and Twitter, and now I just I can barely stand them. I, I, I hate mm -hmm. going on them. Mm -hmm. Well, then so don't. Well, can I? Do I have your permission to get rid of all What does your life I, miss by giving it up? Well, I do it because of the show, because Twitter sometimes will give you news leads. Uh, and I always thought it was good for music, you know, because all my friends will post music. Oh, well, then stay that's, on it. That's fun. Yeah, it's like what the hell message. do you want me to Let's do? Here. I don't want you to do anything. I want you to that's shut up so I can play my song. <laughs> all right. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Trying to hear the music. I apologize. <laughs> How's the guitar sound? Very good. It's great. Okay. Facebook and Twitter, they are hell holes. Oh, <laughs> Keyboard warriors hide like ground roving moles. The highlight of their lives is owning other folks. But most other people just think they're a joke. Can I play solo? Yep. Nice job, Eddie. Damn near, damn near Eddie Van Halen-like, isn't it? Not really. But my fingers never left my hands. So there you go. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. There's don't, a joke there somewhere. There. Give us a chorus. We can sing Why it. do we all think anyone cares what we think? I don't have a chorus. There's no chorus to this song. <laughs> Rather than give me your thoughts, just give me a drink. Yes. We all had to sit and talk face to face. Uh, things might be better for the human race. Nice. That's it. That's, yeah. that's the song. Was that a uh, acoustic Thank guitar? You. That is an acoustic guitar. All right. That was actually uh, uh, given to me by our engineer over there, the fellow we always talk about, Webbs, Mike Weber. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. He said he had, he had no use for it. I told him I'd buy it. He gave huh. it to me. Where did he I'll buy it damned. at? Can you go over to the old guitar store? Who's the guy who fixed my computer, Jim? 
Yeah, nope. yeah, that's yeah, Jim. that's that's Jim. He gave me the guitar. That's right. No, that's I saw Jim, Jim yesterday. Yeah, no, his no. name's Rich, isn't it? We were it giving out flu yeah. shots yesterday. I saw more people in this building yesterday than I have in the last six months combined. Where did they do it? Right over here. Will oh. you answer me? Is okay. Jim actually his name is Rich? His name is Rich. Rich. Yes. Rich. Yes. I saw Rich yes. yesterday. Yeah, and he's also listening yeah. to the show because he's a P one fan of Garage Life, and like he's that. also a fan of gun control. Second bullet through the first hole. All right. <laughs> Ooh, that's just showing off right, now, right. if you ask me. Come right. on. <laughs> In the news, uh, we had some snow this morning, as you may have noticed, and uh, it caused some problems, believe it or not. Flurries in parts of northern Minnesota caused crashes. The Department of Transportation reporting a crash on northbound Highway 101 east of the Mississippi River Bridge at the Highway 101-169 interchange. That was a fatal crash. State Patrol also reported troopers responding to crashes in Clay County. In one instance, the State Patrol reported a vehicle went off the interstate down an overpass near Barnesville. Mm. Nobody hurt in that incident. According to the patrol, reports of injuries in the other crashes were not immediately released. Follow up to a story we We just lost you, John. You're going to have to. John a uh, cake. John. 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 John, John, you became disconnected. John, 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 John. You guys talk because John. John, John can't Look, hear us right now. We can watch him. Boy, his mouth is going 100 miles an hour. He is reading Look at copy, him talk. Baby. He doesn't realize he's not on? Nope. Now he's frozen. Can or you call him, please? Or he's, doing a really, doing. or he's doing a really good job of keeping perfectly still. I think he's trying to hold something in. Don't squirm, John. It'll squeak out. Somebody get on the phone. I'm I'm Chris calling is, right Chris is on the phone. God, right I look now. pretty good at the hair. Put him on speaker. Rocking. Put him on speaker. Hey, dummy, you became uh, disconnected. Click back on the link I sent you. In other words, John, he's come undone. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to stab you through the heart with a pencil. What do you want me to do? Be quiet? That's not yes, fun. Yes, just for a minute till we get things straightened here. Boy, I could have used you earlier in the week, Matt. I had to do a Krabby Coffee update from the Krabby Coffee show. Johnny shop lost his internet. That's the problem. Okay, it's nothing and, we did. All right. Everybody bailed. So we're on not going to have them. Reavers bailed. Such bailed. I didn't bail. Bailed. I tried to help you. It was so bad I couldn't do anything. I would have been there you for you. You were the only person that could have helped me out. I would have been there for you. You know that. You. Well, how so about we, we we've lost this? John for the day? We, uh, well, he's not sure yet. Um, but you know what we can do? Huh. Uh, we can pivot because we were supposed to talk to patrick today that's right so why oh. don't uh why don't we take a quick time out yep or why don't you first tell us joe about uh, the wonderful meat market in hugo minnesota and then we could take a time did out. you guys see my picture of the meatloaf that was complete yes i ha- i got two meatloafs she added ketchup on top <gasps> some brown sugar and some minced garlic and that meatloaf is just fantastic. That's was it from Grunhofer's? Yes, it was. You don't need to improve that. Well, no, but you want to give it your, you know, your you dolled it he up. Just you just told Grunhofer's, you know what you should Spence. do. Yeah, yeah. You hey, Spence, you're, you're doing, doing it, it all wrong. wrong. Never mind the years of experience. Right. I'm never going to walk in there. With, I'm going to have a disguise next time I walk in there. Patrick Wilmers in Duluth says, "Not to let Reavers outdo me, I'm having a Grunhofer's meatloaf for lunch in preparation for the scramble today." Oh, nice. All right. Those meatloafs are flying off the shelves. That's why Spencer's building an additional 2,500 square feet to continue to make these products that have become the hit of Gumption County. It's meatertainment. How about a Bloody Mary brat in your Bloody Mary? Did it over the weekend. It was spectacular. Philly patties. I got them in my fridge right now. Rookie burgers. Yeah. Sliders. 
Uh, we have another email question in relation to Grunhoffer's Joe. Steaks, we chops, Reavers. burgers, bacon, ham, salmon, jerky. The question is, Reavers. Uh, this is coming to us from our guy, Kevin McDonald. Hey, guys, just catching up on the podcast. Last week, you talked about Reavers giving a meatloaf warning the next time he plans on going to Grunhoffer's. My question is, what's the difference between a meatloaf warning and a meatloaf watch? Is a call to Dave Dahl needed here? Also, don't forget to mention the prime cut seasoning. Fantastic. Kevin. No, a meatloaf watch merely means conditions are amenable to the development of a meatloaf warning. Okay. The meatloaf warning would only be activated with when we learn by GPS that Reavers is headed towards Grunhofer's. Right. I see. At the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. You could say that the permanent condition is we are under a constant meatloaf watch, but it's only occasionally when they become warnings in the event an out-of-control glutton like Reavers is actually attempting to get there. Understood. That's a warning. There we go. That's a warning. There we go. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's right in Hugo on the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. It's campaign season, and here come the negative ads. The biggest negative ad is the one coming from your insurance company. Talk about negative. Captive insurance agencies increase your premium every six months. The Canopy Group is an independent insurance agency. We only offer 12-month policies, not six-month policies that can increase premiums twice a year. At the Canopy Group, we promise to give clients the best coverage for the best price year after year. Our annual review guarantees it. We have 16 companies and 30 professionals, so as your needs change, we'll make sure to conduct a thorough review of your home and auto insurance with all 16 companies. We'll do the shopping for you. When you receive that next insurance premium in the mail, remember you deserve options. Vote for the Canopy Group. To vote for the Canopy Group and to get a quote on your home and auto insurance, call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Hey, Pat. Yes? I think what Bob McDonald pulled off in the heart of hockey country is a hell of a story. Yeah, it was fun. It was, uh, he was a, um, he was a, he was a beauty, uh, and he did. Yeah, he knew that, uh, uh, I, I looked it up. His first year, no, he was at Chisholm when he played at Chisholm, and then he, he went off, you know, went to college and, Got out of college, and his first year as coach was '61, and the next year Chisholm started hockey. Yeah, uh, they were they did not have hockey on the range. Their their hockey players, I guess, went down to Hilly or something. But uh, uh, he wanted to make sure that he he got the whole those kids before they became hockey players. So he yeah. uh, he started a he started a five year old league. He called it from diapers to death. You were, yep. you were uh, how many games were, did he coach? The Chisholm coach, Bob McDonald. How many games? 1,504. And you know, he never had a technical foul. Never had a technical. Now, it, it's funny. He was. I was looking back at something I wrote on him, God, 91 or 2, when he went, went to back to McGregor, one of the, uh, one of the uh, schools he coached at. I think that was the first school he coached at. So I went up there to see him. And uh, he uh, he bragged about uh, the never had a technical, but he told me a story about his 
wife, his first wife, Darlene, who died. But Darlene would sit up uh, above the basket because the stadium, the arena up there is kind of this pit, this old chisel pit. Yep. And she did not like the Bergen brothers, he said. <laughs> and she got very upset because one of the Bergen brothers once did the old pretend like scratching her, his nose with his middle finger to her. Yeah. <laughs> she got very mortified by that. <laughs> she used to yell at him. Well, as luck would have it, uh, after I wrote the column, one of the emails I got was from one of the Bergen brothers who was now retired in Arizona. And he was saying what a great guy Bob was. So I texted him back and said, how about Darlene? I heard she didn't <laughs> like you. <laughs> and he said she could get a little uh, cross with him. Yeah. So, uh, But Darlene like kept all the statistics and everything. She died in 97 or 8, and he got mm-hmm. remarried again. But, uh, well, got remarried for the first time. And, uh, you know what, uh, he, you know, he was Croatian. He was, his mother was Croatian. And uh, he took the McDonald's name from his stepfather. And, uh, but he, about early in the 2000, no, early, late in the 1990s, he started going to Croatia, making a, like a summer trip to Croatia. And he did it 23 straight years. He loved the Adriatic and he was a painter. And he'd do all this artsy painting, painting stuff, which is just the exact opposite of what he was on the sidelines. He was—he could be a cross fellow on the sidelines, but he never got on the officials. But hmm. yeah, it is amazing how many yeah. games he won. Yeah. But he also was not a big believer in opening the gates of mercy. <laughs> he, he would beat you by eighty if he could. He was yeah. not real. Uh, you know, he, 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 so we did a piece on him and in 13 and our photographer went in at halftime and at halftime he told them his team we're up by 30 that's their problem not ours (laughs) 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 then they went out and beat it then he went out and beat him by 50 so he had that uh, that old yep what happened we lose well we lost you just for a second there you're back i have a golf question for you Yes, sir. I'm ready. What is the uh, CJ today. Cup? And we're seeing the we're seeing the rarely seen Shadow Creek Golf Course in Las Vegas, built on a flat desert floor by Steve Wynn, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes and you yes, might as well be in northern Michigan. It's hilly. It's full of trees and gardens and lakes and streams. Fantastic course. What is the CJ Cup? I think it is one of those that they, I don't know what it is, but I think it's one of those they invented to fill out the schedule when some other people bailed out, like Jack this year had an extra tournament, right? Mm-hmm. They had two tournaments at Merrifield Village instead of one. And Vegas usually only has the one, and I don't know if, where, where this one came from, but they're in Vegas two weeks in a row, and they're certainly on a better golf course than they were last week. Uh, Do you realize uh, we had an in to play Shadow Creek? you guys remember? I bet Rook does. you guys remember? I certainly do. It was, we had an in. It was Lauren Conan from the right. Home and Garden Show. It right. was his, I don't know if this is daughter or stepdaughter or who it was, but there was a family connection where we could have got on Shadow Creek. I thought it was a son or son-in-law. It was one of the two, something like that. 
we we probably couldn't have afforded the tip to the caddy. <laughs> true, no, true. How would uh, how would the Rook and Roycey have handled a course like that? Of that, probably on hole three, uh, we would have been approached by. They one would of, have been escorted. Right, off. Mr. Wynn's assistant would have said, "You know, you burned up the first two. Let's leave uh, Virgin three through eighteen. Come with me." The public never sees this place. It's magnificent. It's just but magnificent. This started in October of 2017, Joe, to answer your earlier question. Okay, but it's a regular PGA Tour stop. It's not one of these gimmick tournaments. Uh, CJ Group is a South Korean conglomerate holding company headquartered in Seoul. It, compromise, it comprises excuse me, numerous businesses Careful. in various industries of food and food service, pharmaceuticals, and biotechnology. Well, they've got one hell of a field, I'll tell you that. Well, their purse is probably massive if this company's got some dough. It's a big deal, yeah. Uh, but I think uh, the only way to play that uh, was if you lost enough money in the casino all the time. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. One of the guys, one of the guys who flew in private, stayed in one of Wynn's hotels, and lost a hundred thousand dollars on the weekend. Then you could play shadow. So that's yeah. why Bob Yates played it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, did he actually get Kenny, to play it? I asked naively, Kenny. Did he yeah. play it? Oh, I know. Jeez, oh. just, oh. you know, laugh or don't. Yeah. No follow-up question. I think he played because I remember Kenny. him talking about at the turn. At the turn, he ate some really good Mayor burgers. steps on assistant. Right. 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 Hey, oh. Jenny. Hey, Hype's back. Hi, how are you? Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. go ahead, Pat. Speaking of Yates, somebody sent me a picture, a photo of Yates and I and them playing at some golf course. I don't know what golf course it was, like 25 years ago. And I tried to copy it and tweet it out because I got this like knit shirt with a nope. it's a solid color except I got the stripe horizontal <laughs> right across my man boobs. Right like, like saying, "Hey, look at these things." It's gonna look like a prison uniform. <laughs> yeah, right. But only one thick stripe right across my boobs, man. Like, what a fashion plate that was. <laughs> and I'm smiling like a piggy slop. Look what I got. <laughs> well, I don't see how you could possibly be embarrassed by that. You're the one that actually took your shirt off <laughs> down in Florida at a Twins game. Did it say yeah. right below the stripe, free grabs? <laughs> <laughs> I think it looked like, I think we were playing Edina, I'm not mistaken. So it was a, it was a you know, pretty good golf course. So, uh, but, yeah. uh, of course, we did play by a And when Yatesy had to relieve himself, he did it right on the ATC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Bob. Pull her by then and just whipped her out. Yeah. Right College educated vulgarian, to quote <laughs> you. <laughs> Will one of the uh, baseball series end tonight? I hope they both do. But uh, I'm I'm getting nervous about the Rays now. Two heartbreakers in a row. They played pretty well, and uh, the Braves I think are going to finish off the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw not pitching well in the postseason is a thing. It's uh, yep. it's now official after last night. My dream is Tampa beating the Dodgers though in in the World Series, but I I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think they could beat the Dodgers, but uh, Tampa Bay, Atlanta won't be good for the playoffs. But uh, I mean, for the TV ratings, ratings but yeah. nothing else good for the TV ratings now. So, anyway, will the Vikings they, game uh, be played oh, Sunday? Yes. 
because Atlanta uh, had to shut her down. Yeah, and I think they did. They have another case today or yesterday. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's. They're saying they're going. The NFL is doing everything it can. We had another facility shut down today too. They had more. Well, I can't remember which one. Indianapolis. Oh, the Colts. Colts. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The bite. Are we sure the Vikings aren't the infectors here? I mean, everybody who comes through here gets the virus. What's going on? <laughs> Well, including the president, he was in town and got the virus. <laughs> is that is now he blaming us? No, no, but that's what happened. Remember, he was in town. The timing was everything. That's when he got. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say that uh, I'm. Oh no! Uh, oh. Why did I untasteful. do that? <laughs> I don't want to say I'm an untasteful guy, but I did text somebody who was at that session and say, "Hey, thanks for giving him the virus." But I was. <laughs> no. uh, ah, okay, but good. It was supposed to be a joke. It was early in the morning. Then he went to the hospital, and I texted him back and said, I should have said that. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I apologize. Kill that, out of your, kill that out of your text messages, would you please? So uh, that, was, that was just supposed to be funny, and it didn't work. Pat, I have to bring this up. Do you know what the uh, today is the 18th anniversary of, sir? Mm-hmm. Tweeted out I'm by the right. Twins Almanac, and it made me giggle. Today, 18 years ago, we launched... Victory Sports for the Minnesota Twins. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Maxie, Maxie tied the wagon of the sports show to it. We went in the toilet about three months. <laughs> and, uh, and we were out of action for about two months before he went crawling back on his hands and knees to a fox and said, hey, would you take us back here? So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was not. Victory Sports was not their finest moment, that's no. for sure. No. Uh, so, guys, today, what would you recommend I do on my last day as a 74-year-old? Mm, uh, Run around the block. No, 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 no. Go for Take a, a Roycey walk go for with the a top down. walk, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's about 40 out there. It was snowing here <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Yeah. You got your hair taped so. down pretty good, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday. <laughs> Well, yeah. What the hell? What's what's the option? I looked up. I was looking up some great quotes. I was looking up some great quotes. Keith Richards has one. He says, he says, uh, getting old is something. He said, think about getting old is you always want to get older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what Clint Eastwood says. You know what Clint Eastwood says. How are you doing it? He was asked by Toby Keith. You're 89 years old. You're going to make another film. What keeps you going? And Clint says, every day when I get up, I don't let the old man in. <laughs> oh, that's a great line. Yeah. I can't remember if it was George Bernard Shaw or uh, Gertrude Stein who when asked, uh, did Gertrude live that long? I don't want him. I asked on their 90th, uh, how are you feeling? He said, considering the alternative, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've always liked that one. I've always liked that one. Now the sun is out over here. The snow has stopped. You could do that Roycey walk. Yeah, I'll probably try that. Anyhow, I'm All sure right, son. Be, I'm, I'm sure the UPS truck will be stopping here with gifts here anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How was your delivery guy? When you're on a first-name basis, that's a bad thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Larry. Maybe Goodbye. we'll send you some chill boys, Patrick, yeah. the most comfortable underwear there, and he's out of okay, here. Well, okay, we're going to go. Well, I guess he... Uh, we'll see you later. I guess he left. I guess he left. What are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do? Right.
So Howard writes, I don't read the Star Tribune anymore. I feel about it as you do the New York Times. I never would have seen the letter you referred to without your prompting. I took the time to write a letter to the editor regarding that letter. I'm reasonably certain it will never get printed, but it made me feel better. He's talking about the guest editorial written by Marcus Hunter, you'll recall from mm-hmm. earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, here it is, 5th Congressional District Constituents. The Star Tribune has just deeply insulted you. Uh, his, Lacey Johnson's, underlying philosophy is one of personal responsibility and minimal government. Those reliances simply aren't an electoral fit for the district, nor sufficient to address its needs. In other words, 5th Congressional District constituents, the Star Tribune doesn't think you are fit to take care of yourselves, find any answers on your own, or are willing to work to develop solutions without the benevolence of government. The Star Tribune doesn't believe you have the will, the skill, the know-how, or the intellect to see any of your own needs. It's the collective opinion of the Star Tribune that all of your answers need to come from government. The Star Tribune and the government know better than you do what is best for you. They think the 5th Congressional District is compromised, uh, comprised only of children and are treating you as such. Believe in yourselves more than they do. Uh, my effort is akin to whistling in a hurricane, but a guy's got to speak up. Best, Howard. I'm afraid I have to agree with Howard that they won't, they won't print that, although they should. I think it's very good. I think it's very yeah. good. There's no mention good. or no letters like that in today's uh, no, op-ed no. section. Why don't we take a timeout and come back with that much look forwarded to, much look forwarded to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Rook. Children's Scramble. do learns. Children's do put food on their family. And it's brought to us by our friends at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits with two locations in South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake. And also, don't forget about their delivery service. It's a really neat and useful function. If you live inside of the 694-494 loop, for a simple flat fee of $5.99, they will ship that product right to your door, place of business, whatever. I've done it a number of times. It's usually within an hour, too. That's how convenient it is. Elevated to BWS.com for more information. And by the way, Rook, uh, grab that, grab one of those bottles there so we can tweet out a photo. Oh, yeah. We've got the Barrel Strength Harmony Spirits Bourbon. I've got a bottle here for Rook, oh, a bottle Joe, here for the mayor. Joe only has half a bottle oh, left. I'm sorry. You're right, but... You guys, look at this. I'm going to show Kenny and John this bottle in the uh, in the in the feed right now. So what nice. they did is uh, they they upped it a notch a little bit because their bourbon is outstanding. But they uh, they they took it even a step further with this barrel proof. Whoo! And this is they're individually labeled too. Did you see that, Rook? I did. They're see They're all that. individually numbered. So check them out. They're also doing a number of really cool tastings at Total Wine, including today at the Egan location from four to six p.m. But look at their website, HarmonySpirits.net, and they have all of those tastings and locations uh, there online. Also on their Twitter account at Harmony Spirits. On Twitter, uh, they also are very thankful for all of you GLers for the support. Go into your local liquor store and ask for Harmony Spirits by name. I just sent out a tweet. I didn't include everybody, but I did include GL Podcast and Harmony Spirits. So nice. Check it out. Uh, my latest tweet is uh, it looks 
It looks fantastic. I cannot and you know wait to crack this open tonight. I think we're just going to sample a little bit. And we're not going to go overboard, hon. I'll tell the wife. We're not going to go overboard tonight. We're only going to sample <laughs> Joe's bottle. But you're going to have to <laughs> But you're going to have to pick up Gabe tonight. I'm going to be uh, <laughs> I'll be sleeping. Only because they come to us all the way from Mumbai, India. I know what you're getting. Where? From Tom Lyman, Mumbai. Mumbai. Yeah. I'd like to go to Mumbai. On this date in Minnesota history, October 16th, on this date in 1921, the Marx Brothers played the Hennepin Orpheum Theater in Minneapolis. Really? Wow. Isn't that interesting? Not, not yeah. funny. In you 1924, <laughs> on this day in 1924, Minnesota's first pheasant hunting season begins in Hennepin and Calvert. Carver counties. The ring-necked pheasant had been introduced to the state from China in 1905, and it would eventually become Minnesota's most important upland game bird. Later to be slaughtered from the window of a hearse by one Richard Royce of Minnesota. While on this day, were canning apricots in the back seat. What? On this day in 1987, the state celebrated Henry H. Wade Day in honor of the inventor of enriched taconite, a product that has kept the Iron Range and its ports operating for years. On this day in history, from Mumbai. India. Fact-based. Fact-based. Yes, yes. uh, I made a clerical error. I announced that their tasting was 4 to 6. It's actually 3 to 7 p.m. Harmony oh. Spirits will be at Total That's Wine and More better. in Egan, Minnesota today, 3 to 7 p.m. I'm going to have to stop by and you know, yeah, just give a little sample. Yeah, Let's get a little sample. Who was I, need, I need to read you one more email because it's yeah. very important. Okay. Joe, I had the unenviable task of driving north from rural Minnesota to make a delivery to Terminal 1, or as I still remember it, the Lindbergh Terminal. As an aside, will you ask Kenny, the traffic guy, if it will ever be the case that one won't have to encounter road construction in and around the airport? I feel like the last time that was the case, Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport was known as Wold Chamberlain Field. I did turn a rare trip to the metro into an opportunity to swing by uh, total wine to pick up a bottle of Harmony Spirits bourbon. Nice. A wise man once said, when lace gives you cherries, you make an old-fashioned. <laughs> Listening to the podcast today, I was relating to Chris's rant about the current education environment. I, too, have a daughter in public school and completely agree with his feelings. This got me thinking, though I fear the thoughts are taking me dangerously close to black helicopter territory. I'm tight with some educators, the ones who work directly with students, not administrators. To a person, they say the kids need to be in school full-time. They are concerned about the permanent setbacks the students may or already experiencing in the current environment. I am concerned, too. A logical outcome of a prolonged distance-slash-hybrid educational strategy might be a less mature, disciplined, and educated generation of citizens. As adults, these individuals will likely be less self-sufficient and more reliant on external sources to get by, resources like government programs. So do you suppose that part of the current educational strategy, however unintentionally, is designed to hasten the arrival of the mystery? After all, generally speaking, it's the left who is promoting the current environment, whereas the right is in favor of opening the schools. I'm not sure where to go with this. Uh, I hope I did not venture into Whimpering County. I might have stopped by the knack and talked it out with the boys. A final thought while you're catching up on groin kicks, give one to the Star Tribune for this editorial 
comment. His campaign is focused on educational and economic opportunity, and while his version of republicanism does not preclude collective action, his underlying philosophy is one of personal responsibility and minimal government. Those reliances simply aren't an electoral fit for the district, nor sufficient to address its needs. Uh, Good luck, Joe, and I hope your bum wheel heals soon. Todd from Kenyon. That quote from the Star Tribune editorial is really resonating with a lot of people. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's it's, he's it's referring true. to the uh, lack of endorsement of uh, uh, Lacey Johnson in the fifth congressional district. It's what being a GLer is all about. Mm-hmm. And uh, here you go, Star Tribune. That deserves this. Can you go and kick a newspaper? Yes. Okay. That's yeah. not what being a GLer is all about, Kenny. Being a GLer is all about celebrating the scramble. And the Friday Scramble is, of course, brought to you uh, by your favorite store, the Minnesotan. Minnesotan is the perfect gift-giving destination for every occasion for everyone in your life. It is Scramble Friday. How are you celebrating the Scramble today? I can tell you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to tell you. I'll take a picture (laughs) of it right now. Me, Such, Reavers, Kenny, Johnny Height, we all want to know. Tweet a picture of yourself celebrating the Scramble with hashtag Scramble Friday. What do you win? Nothing but warmest personal regards, but we're going to be sharing our favorites in the incoming week, so you might just get a little famous. Celebrate Scramble Friday with Garage Logic and the Minnesotan. Tweet your photo with the hashtag Scramble Friday. The Minnesotan, downtown White Bear Lake and online at theminnesotan.com. And always free shipping anywhere for GLers with the promo code PUSHBACK. Really looking forward to see how creative you guys and seeing your Scramble celebration photo. Do it. Hashtag Scramble Friday. I want to see what you guys do. I want to see your garages. Nice. Very good, GLers. Have a wonderful weekend. Really quick, really quick. Very good. This just came across uh, my Twitter timeline, which is catering news specifically to my needs. Right. Joe, I just want to send you out on a high note for the weekend. Here we go. This uh, tweeted six seconds ago by the aforementioned Star Tribune. Federal budget deficit hit an all-time high of $3.1 trillion in the 2020 budget. More than double the previous record as the pandemic well, shrank revenues great. and sent spending soaring. And oh, neither candidate addresses another two hours. Oh, <laughs> neither candidate addresses this. Wow. John, I'm sure you had that in your newscast, but uh, then we lost you for not. about two hours. So, As a matter yeah, of fact, I mean, Joe, not only do they not address it, Such, they tell us how much money they're going to be you know, spending on, on us. That's right. Yeah. You guys want to hear something? <laughs> John, at least we got your song in before the internet's failed. Got there the song go. and half a story in. So what yeah, half hell? a story, yeah. so what the hell. Yeah, you didn't get the sponsor in, unfortunately. Was that Fred Loney's Ace Hardware and Garden Store? It sure was, Rook. Thank you for mentioning that. I love them because you can get those little mini LP things for your um, your back your patio heater and for the small grills, the little green canisters. Hey, hey, let's go here. Well, I, I, the last time I was there, that's what I got. Right? Oh, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. What else did, uh, did you get on your trip? Hey, I hey, hey. Two candy bars uh, because they're doing a fundraiser with the world's chine- finest Rick, chi- uh, chocolate. Rick beer of every flavor at Fred's. Two candy bars and a can of Coke? Is that yeah. what you got? And they had to go out back. Go <laughs> 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 out the back way. Right. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You leave the back way, please. Yeah, oh, okay. So All right. Hey, don't forget about Pod MN, where you can listen local. And here's the coolest function of Pod MN, by the way. The second 
that I get this award-winning program posted, you get an alert to your phone right away. It's that easy. Pod them in. Also, don't forget to rate and review it in both the Google and Apple Play stores. Pod them in. Hold it up right now. Listen local, brah. When I get your notification yep. and I hit it, I can start listening to the show, but then what if I want to make a phone call? When I come back to it, where did it go? Then you just start it all over the, again. You hit the home button again. Yep. Oh. Boom. Right there. Okay. Featuring Garage Logic. Yep. All right. All right, bros. Have a great weekend. Stay out of the snow. Don't forget to wipe and stay off the pipe. <laughs> what? What? I don't even know what this means anymore. It's <laughs> a line from uh, Chris Farley. Don't forget to wipe and stay off the pipe. <laughs> <laughs>